everyone, welcome to the Paw Awareness Podcast, and thanks for joining me. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube, and also check us out at pawawareness.org and on Instagram at pawawareness underscore official. On Instagram, we are doing submissions for Pet of the Week, where you can submit your foster pet, and we'll pick one winner every month, and we'll give $200 to their choice of charity or foster. Thanks for watching, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Paul Awareness Podcast. Today I have John Swaggart of Reps for Rescues with us today, and I'm going to go ahead go ahead and let him introduce himself and a little bit about the organization. Hey guys, my name is John Swaggart, um, and I am the founder of Reps for Rescues. Um, we started a few years ago when I was working a QC job in a production company, and um, you know I. I had the job and I, it paid the bills and all that good stuff, but I didn't really have, or feel like I had a purpose, you know? And, um, I wanted to do something that gave me purpose in my life. And so I was thinking what are two or more things that I'm very passionate about. And that kind of led me down the path of animals and, uh, CrossFit. Um, I'm an avid CrossFitter. I've been CrossFitting for about, uh, five, seven years now. And, um, I'm a big dog person. I've had my dog Jackson. Uh, he's our logo. He's been a huge part of my life ever since I got him eight years ago. And um, I was at work one day and I was listening to a different podcast um, about the founder of a company called Barbells for Boobs. And they do uh, CrossFit events where they raise money for breast cancer and um, survivors and people that are diagnosed with it. And it helps them with all their stuff. And it kind of gave me the idea to do the same similar thing for uh, animals because um, I don't know if you know this, I'm sure you do, but approximately 4,000 animals in the U.S. alone get euthanized every single day. And, um, you know, with all that my dog Jackson has done for me, that really broke my heart to know that there were dogs out there just like him that weren't getting a chance. So I wanted to do something about it. Yeah. And what does that look like? I mean, in terms of, you know, as someone who, you know, loves working out myself and also is passionate as well, what does that look like from your side? Uh, what is it that you exactly do? And yeah, if you could share that with us, that'd be awesome. That's a great question. So what we do is we host CrossFit competitions where the proceeds from the registration fees go towards uh, helping an animal shelter and the hosting gyms community. So we've had events in, uh, our, one of our first events was in Africa. Um, it was a remote event. I didn't actually get to go to Africa, but you know, we've had events in Africa. We've had events all over the, the United States. Um, but we have a few different kinds of competitions. There's a full fledged competition that lasts a whole entire day. Um, and we have sponsors that come out and there's prizes for the winners and all kinds of stuff. There's multiple workouts, right? And those change, um, depending on, the equipment available and um, the the amount of athletes that are there. And then we have our smaller event. It's called Helen for Hounds. Um, Helen is a, like a benchmark CrossFit workout. The workout itself is three rounds for time of a 400 meter run, 21 kettlebell swings, and then 12 pull-ups. And the entrance fee for that is a monetary or supply donation to the local animal shelter. Um, so everything just goes directly back to an animal shelter. And um, 
those are our main two events that we do. But, you know, we also do things like educate pet parents on, you know, best practices. Um, uh, we, we're trying to get something started where we do a monthly video that teaches people, you know, with a, with a veterinarian um, that just goes over different health subjects and like maybe something simple like how to brush your dog's teeth. Um, you know, what, how, when and how to get your dog uh, vaccinated or the benefits of a microchip and the benefits of a spay neuter and all kinds of stuff like that. So we got a lot, hopefully, in the works, but right now we're kind of slowed down because of the whole COVID situation. And that's what I wanted to ask you about, too, was just what you said you've been around, you know, for a few years now. What did last year look like in terms of shutdowns and whatnot? Um, you know, how did what did you guys end up having to do? Did you pivot? Did you focus on other things? What was that like? So when COVID hit last year, we were just starting an online competition. And the premise of that was, you know, that you can update your score for the workout to the leaderboard, but you could do it at your own home gym. And we would give up prizes every single month for a whole entire year. And um, we had some like pretty cool CrossFit Games athletes on board supporting us. But when everyone was told that they couldn't go to their gym anymore, it kind of took a backseat because not everybody has, you know, uh, a barbell at their house or a pull-up station at their house or all that kinds of stuff at their house. So we had to kind of not, we had to pull the plug on that and then shift over to mostly what we do right now is, you know, trying to raise awareness for adoptable dogs. We've, um, we've paid adoption fees for a lot of, do a lot of dogs that have been in shelters for a long times. We're helping people pay um, vet bills with uh, donations that we received directly to us. We help people in need that can't necessarily pay all their vet bills do that. Um, we just donate directly to animal shelters, all that kind of stuff. And um, just kind of spreading the word for now until we get the okay to go back out and travel and go visit other gyms. And what does that look like on your front when you're, you know, you're, you're kind of tackling, you're, you're kind of meshing thing, two things together, right? Like gyms and, uh, and animal shelters, right? So are you forging relationships with different animal shelters and different gyms. Is that what that kind of looks like then? Yeah. So um, through social media, we get a lot of messages of people that reach out to us and they want to do events. And um, whenever we can, we're going to be able, like I said, we're going to start doing that again. Um, but we also like look towards areas that need help. Um, we've reached out to a lot of local animal shelters in our community Um We've gone to places, not gone to, but we've reached out to people in Miami because, you know, Miami is a super high, um, unfortunately, kill shelter area. So we've reached out to people in Miami to try to help them. Um, it's all it's almost like a sales uh, position. You know, we feel people that come to us and then we actively look for people that we can help. Um, basically, the goal is to help any animal um, that we can by any means necessary, um, especially in this time where there's not much that we can do we're trying to do whatever it is that we are able to do to help as many animals as possible. That's really cool, man. And since you've started, what has been one of the biggest obstacles you've had to overcome and what kind of keeps you going on, you know, all days aren't easy when you're, when you're doing stuff like this and what kind of keeps you yeah. going? Um, well, you know, our biggest obstacle has been COVID so far because, you know, like I said, we are, on the road going to places to try to help. Right. And with this, we can't really do that, but 
we've kind of brought it back in closer to home recently to, for the in-stuff person. And we've been able to do some uh, competitions locally and smaller, very smaller scale. And we know we still go to the shelter, me and my wife, at least uh, once or twice a week. Um, and that's all that the Reps for Rescue's team is, actually. It's just me and my wife. It's two people behind the scenes doing all this stuff. So um, we're doing everything we can on a regular basis to uh, help animals out here as much as we can. And we volunteer, you know, like I said, as much as we can. And what keeps us going is when we're at the shelter, you know, and we see those animals that have been there for a while, or we see that there's animals there that when they first got there, they were so full of life and happy. And, and then now all of a sudden they've been there for three months or longer. And then you can kind of see them deteriorate and that, and that really kind of breaks your heart. So you still want to, it gives you the motivation to do whatever you can to help improve their situation. That's awesome, man. I mean, I think that hits close to home because the dog that I have is the similar situation, just in and out of shelters for a while with this little old guy. And I think that's amazing what you're doing. So what, what advice do you have for people that I know you mentioned, you know, you were working a career that really wasn't giving you, wasn't fulfilling you. Right. And what kind of advice yeah. do you have for someone who might be in that similar situation? And they don't, you know, maybe they're not thinking, even thinking about going down the animal rescue route, or maybe they are, what, advice would you have for them that person well well i definitely do still have uh, a day it's not really a day job because i'm on a swing shift actually but um i still definitely do have the regular job um and reps rescues is just something that kind of lights a fire under me and gets me going when i clock out um but what i would say to someone in that situation that's kind of looking for a purpose i guess is you know don't don't doubt yourself. You, you're not going to know what you're capable of unless you get the ball rolling and get started and do what you can do. Um, I was talking to my friends the other day about this guy that um, I, he doesn't work with me, but I know him through work. And, you know, whenever he comes around, people kind of make fun of him because he's different. Right. And that really kind of um, struck a nerve with me because I don't understand personally, this is going to be a whole little rant. I don't understand personally why people get made fun of because they're weird or different. You know, that's more than likely that person is just being themselves while most other people are just trying to fit in and that's kind of hiding themselves. Right. So I think the world needs more quote unquote weird people being themselves. So, um, you know, people are just more genuine. So I, what I think people should do in that situation is be yourself, be genuine, and follow your passion. Yeah, that's some great advice, <laughs> dude. Like that's, I mean, that's what it's all about. And I know you mentioned that you've been around for a little while. We're just getting out of COVID. And what what are you, what are some of your goals for your organization? And where do you kind of see this going for you? So um, we have a new competition that we're in the works of creating. Um, cause I know not everybody does CrossFit obviously, right? There's a lot of bodybuilders and just straight up weightlifters out there. And so we're going to do a new competition coming out soon. Um, my dog Jackson, his nickname is Boog. And so we started this thing called Boog's Barbell Club. And so what we're going to do is we're going to offer another type of competition to gyms where instead of doing a whole full on CrossFit workout, we're going to do um, a strength competition and th there's going to be three lifts 
that you have to do. And then your score is going to be the total amount of pounds that you uh, lift. So there's going to be a bench press, a deadlift, and a back squat. Um, and then there's going to be a men's division and a women's division. And then there's going to be like a, not an expert athlete, but like an RX division and a scaled version and for men and women. And we're going to try to get that going soon. And um, just like I said, for people that aren't CrossFitters. And then another thing we're doing is eventually I would very much like to get uh, a transport vehicle um, for us to use to go to competitions. And on top of that, like I said, I want to transport animals that are in maybe a kill shelter and I want to drive them to a shelter where, you know, they have a better chance of survival, um, stuff like that. Uh, and then one day the major goal is to have like a gym slash sanctuary, animal sanctuary, where the membership fee to get into the gym is just volunteering at the animal shelter. That's cool, man. That's a really <laughs> cool premise. Uh, I am all yeah, about Yeah, we got that. a lot of big goals. Wow. That's Wow, you do have a lot of big goals, and that's really cool to hear. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to definitely check in with you in the future. And if people want to, you know, volunteer or maybe contact you, right, to host a competition or maybe just even to donate, where can people yeah. reach you at? So on all social media platforms, you can find us just by searching Reps for Rescues. Um, our logo is a barbell and then a beagle face. You'll see that. And then we have a website. It's www.repsforrescues.org. And it is the word for F-O-R, not the number for. Perfect. And I'll put all of those in the description below on whatever, whatever you listen at, whether it's Spotify or YouTube or Stitcher, wherever it's at, it'll be there for you. Uh, but John, man, I, I want to thank you for coming on. You're doing big things. And I think it's so awesome personally that you've combined I mean, lifting and animals are two of my life passions. So, and I, <laughs> yeah, think it's a, I think it's awesome that you combine the two. So props, yeah. dude. I have one quick last little message for anybody, you know, because not everyone's going to want to lift weights or, you know, maybe even volunteer at the shelter, but there's always a way that you can help. Um, if you can't adopt, you can volunteer. If you can't volunteer, you can donate. Um, if you can't donate, you can just share a post on Facebook because that's how people hear about these animals that are up for adoption. You know, um, if you don't have the internet, you can just tell your friends. I read a story one time about a lady in a nursing home that taught sewing classes where everyone made blankets and donated them to an animal shelter. So there's always a way that you can help uh, the animals in the shelter in your community. That's amazing advice. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, and that one little thing can make an animal, it can either save an animal's life or like you said, it could take this animal that's deteriorating in happiness and, you know, yeah. make it happier, like whether it's a toy, a yeah. blanket or whatever. So that yes, really sir. good advice, man. Really good advice. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, man. Well, I appreciate you having you on. Thank you for your time. And Definitely look forward to uh, chatting with you in the future. I learned a lot. All right. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, man.